guys, gals, and non-binary pals, all of whom are loved and welcomed in this space. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Imperial Senate Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Ashby, and joining me this week is just Claire Stribling. Just Claire Stribling, here to say hi, everybody. Hope you've had a good week. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, our dear just friend Nikki... Claire Stribling. Hey. <laughs> our dear friend Nikki has uh, a sinus issue at the moment, so... He does. Poor fella. We've decided to, you know, whack him around the head and let him heal in the back of the tank. Yes. Yes, yes. But, yeah, this is going to be a different episode this week. There's no, no moisture farm. There's going to be no uh, jumping in. We're going to just, you know, just to say at the top, a trigger warning. If you had feelings about episode two of The Mandalorian from this season... And you might not want to listen to those conversations. Uh, this is a warning now. Uh, we're going to get into a lot of questions about fandom, a lot of issues and complicated stuff. So just a trigger warning for people at the head of the episode. If you want to skip this one, we won't mind. Um, we completely understand. You know, just y'all take care of yourselves. That's always going to be most important. Then take care of yourselves before you listen to our stupid podcast. <laughs> yeah, because we wrote this. I wrote this episode about two days ago and about two other different controversies have risen up <laughs> since then so one that's been going on for a while annoying person who happens to be hired by disney and um another one came out of this week's episode of the mandalorian which we might talk about briefly but again you know people are gonna do whatever they want i guess yeah Right, uh, yeah, so this week we're going to be doing things a little bit different. It was clear that, at least to me, that things in the community have been tense and frustrated for numerous reasons. So today we're going to be taking and talking through these issues and answering any fandom questions from folks who sent them in. Obviously the most significant event this past week was the reaction to Chapter 10 of The Mandalorian. Many spoke out and criticized the episode for the way they portrayed Baby Yoda eating Frog Lady's eggs. Although they were unfertilized, the way that Frog Lady emphasized how important that this last chance was for her hit a chord with many people in real life. Now, I think this is a fair criticism to make, considering that having children can be difficult for so many families around the world. And perhaps you were one of those people who wanted to escape from these difficulties and were faced yet again by watching it in a Star Wars show. Of course, this isn't a complete reflection of the entire audience. I myself admit that it didn't particularly come to me the first time around how this might seem to other people. It was on the second viewing that something started to feel a little bit off. Now, I can appreciate that the creative team wanted to go with dark humour, Something that isn't entirely out of place in Star Wars. It's not even entirely out of place in The Mandalorian itself. But the key difference, I think, at least from my point of view at least, is that the way we react to these criticisms and discussions is important. I think if your immediate response is to deride or cruelly make fun of someone for being upset by this, you should probably rethink what you're doing. Even if you don't agree with this point of view, it's so, so easy to at least listen to what they're saying and offer some support. 
or like a you know, crazy idea, just ignore it. At least then you're not adding more frustration and pain to something. The same way you wouldn't pour gasoline on a spark to spite a flame. Uh, nuance is a funny thing. And yes, it can sadly go amiss on Twitter.com. <laughs> sadly, very, very frequently. <laughs> yeah, social media is weird and has messed with our way of processing. I don't think we would respond that way if someone were to explain that reasoning in person. So why do we do the same online to others? Now, this is a, uh, an opinion I have, and if, I, I definitely I've talked to people that disagree with this opinion. We're, we're friends with people that disagree with this, and it's completely, you know, it's reasonable. Uh, this comes from my own private experience with stuff, but I would say that I would also like to add that if you're sharing private tweets or information from a locked account on Twitter, you are also part of the problem. When someone locks their account due to harassment and you think that regardless of their views on the subject, you're allowed to share that out and about, that's pretty shitty. Um, I think cruelty doesn't beget cruelty. Like, there's no, haha, well, I got you back, therefore I win. Like, there's this weird sort of, dis- <laughs> there's this weird sort of notion that because people work in certain companies and stuff that their views or like, sarcastic responses therefore override and explain things like regardless of that even if you were like upset and i understand why people are upset i understand why people are frustrated i get that i still don't think that is an acceptable reason to share private tweets but yeah that's my run over yeah you know it's been an interesting week um particularly on this subject because you know i i was viewing it the first time around um the way i was viewing it the first time around it did upset me a little bit but it's also coming from somebody who yes i do personally have those issues with infertility and things like that but also I do not value that. That's not a life goal of mine. So it's not, it's, so it's a complicated situation for me. Um, I wasn't as, I wasn't as personally affected by it, by the people who, you know, would desperately want to have a kid, but are struggling so hard. And I empathize with that so much because our society does put so much weight, even subconsciously, a lot of the time on putting a woman's, value on the her ability to reproduce there's so many little subtle ways our society makes women feel less than if they don't want a kid or if they cannot physically have children and so when you're faced with that societal pressure and then you become the butt of a joke in something that is supposed to be your escapism my heart hurts for you genuinely i understand um I mean, not, not on the same level as that's like not in my life goals, but, um, I understand why this would be painful to watch because it's hard to be like for something that you feel so important and something you desperately want, like one of your pat, your life goals, the way you, that's a complete, it's devastating and simply just because you don't understand where someone's going through, like how they're going through this situation, if you don't know how they feel, maybe you should listen and respect boundaries. And if you don't agree with someone who's hurting, maybe don't bring up the opinion that's going to hurt them further because you don't have all the answers. You are not the person sitting there struggling, trying, and not succeeding. Like you just, you don't know what that person is going through. You may objectively have words to describe what they're going through, but living something and objectively knowing it happens, they're two different things. So like we've said this so many times, I feel like, especially in this last year, there've been so many situations where it's just like, (laughs) be, be thumper. If you don't get anything nice to say, just don't say anything at all. Like it's so easy and takes so little effort to just be nice honestly or yeah. do nothing at all <laughs> like 
literally, it takes so little effort. So why is it so difficult? <laughs> just I think especially this year, there's so much. Well, not just this year, but like the last few years, people have become more. They've embraced, I think, that group mentality, that culture. Like, so people will just hide away in the spaces that make them feel safe because it's reasonable for that. Like, especially when people actively talk out and act cruel and be like, just say all these horrible things. And it's true. It's like, if you were to definitely interrogate these people and say, does this person's criticism, a rightful criticism, affect your way of watching this episode if it doesn't if it at at the maximum bothers you a little bit for like two minutes on twitter don't say anything you're not adding anything to it all you're doing is adding pain to someone's already you know tough existence like this is an issue that is horrible it's it's cruel It's, it's a horrible thing um and I can and relate I, to that personally, like during the, after the end of the rise of Skywalker, if y'all remember my major criticisms, you cannot disagree with someone's life experience because you didn't live that. And yeah, so if, exactly. if your argument is sitting here going like, well, that's not really how I see it. Like, that's literally not the point. Like you didn't go through that. You cannot disagree with someone's life experience because they lived it, not you. And they're, what they went through is none of your opinion. You can't, like, it's, like, literally, it just doesn't make sense. And I definitely do think there's, like, a gender um, issue here as well. Like, I feel like, contextually, a lot more uh, men spoke out against this and were like, oh, it's just a joke, guys. Like, and especially, like, men... You're just a joke, guys. Sorry, that's not... No, no, no. I literally am sitting here. That's hypocritical. I need to be nice. I'm trying to... Cruelty doesn't forget cruelty, but just... (laughs) It just sucks. Some of y'all need to stop. It's so hard to... Well, actually, it's not that hard, I guess. Like, it's so... It shouldn't be that hard to sort of dive into that. But you're right. It's like... I get it. Like, I... So Phil Zosak spoke about this on Twitter and I think it tried to explain it in a, in a business perspective, like the behind the scenes perspective. And I appreciate people were unhappy with that because it seemed to like negate their opinions. I don't know if that was the intent of the tweet. And I know it's been deleted. That thread's been deleted now. So I guess, you know, it was like, okay, well, I don't want to cause any more issues. Right. Again, it's complicated. I don't think that Phil did that on purpose to like spite and hurt people. I think he was there to explain the decision that was made by a different team. Um, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm just defending stuff, but I that's the way I viewed it. Um, the, the Pablo stuff. Again, I my opinion. I appreciate people that don't agree with that, and they're saying like obviously it's a mocking women. I think that it was more of a sarcastic pro, but like fan culture in general. But even then it was a locked like account. So there's definitely like a target audience there or whatever. Like I just don't, what were your view? What was your view on that thing? I'm going to be honest with you. I I haven't seen, like I've had kind of a busy weekend. (laughs) Um, And that's probably for the best because I haven't, had the time to scroll and, and actively, you know, dwell on it. Um, I agree with you, Charlie. I think that, I think that, I don't think it's a cool thing to have been said, you know? Um, I don't, I'm not really hundred percent on board with it, but I, I do agree with you that a private account is a private account for a reason. And, you know, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm conflicted. Admittedly, I'm pretty conflicted on it, but. <sighs> so, I mean, we've both been harassed by people. Yeah. Before. Yeah. Um, you know, like there's certain parts of the community. Well, it's not even, they're not really part of the community to be honest, but yeah. certain aspects of people, I think as well, like I have this like weird empathetic sense of me where when I see people attacking that sort of stuff, I'm like, I kind of want them to be like, look, 
this puts the target on your back as well, like even more so. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want that to be like, oh, you shouldn't speak out because obviously I'm glad that people speak out. But I'm also like worried <laughs> for people as well. Like, yeah, I don't want you to get harassed by these douchebags. And no. I just think at the, yeah, it, I think both sides need to, when I say both sides, it's not like a, there's a two sides. I think everyone in general just needs to look at the contextual information of stuff and think about processes a bit more. Um, especially on things like the whole actress situation that's happening right now. Mm-hmm. I think the reason why they're not outspoken about it is probably the legal issues. Yeah. Um, which I don't, I don't know if you know about, uh, but legal issues are kind of difficult. I would <laughs> expect, this is just my point of view. Like I would expect maybe if you were trying to get rid of an actress, you would want to write them out and then like cancel any other projects as opposed to looking like you're fulfilling some sort of Twitter mob in quotation marks. Yeah. And like Which, we, you know. in this country, you are supposed to be able to express differing political views um, no matter how fucking wrong they are. Sorry, that's terrible. I'm sorry. I'm being like, uh, here's no, the they thing. are wrong. They are. But like, <laughs> but the thing is, people are going, if they publicly make any kind of statements about trying to remove said actress, that makes it look like something that it's not. Exactly. If you are firing somebody over something that they personally view to be a political opinion as opposed to actual harassment of people and cruel treatment of other individuals, you may want to fire them over the, hey, you're being cruel to an entire community that's already marginalized. And that's kind of hateful. It's kind of in like the being having hateful speech. Solid reason to fire somebody. Someone's political, disguising it as your political opinion makes it more messy <laughs> especially when because our culture is fucked up and considers um people's existences to be an opinion i think mm-hmm. that's what the bbc called it recently like they've rechanged their rules and really cruel cruelly described it as the um you know opinions on certain issues right. because you don't upset certain individuals in the celebrity worlds which apparently there are a lot of um, you know, turfs, and mm-hmm. you know, fuck them, <laughs> quite frankly. But also legally, they have this horrible, cruel response where they have the opportunity to fight back. And quite frankly, I don't want her to get any money from this. No. I don't want her to get any money from mocking and bel- like belittling people. Yeah, honestly, it's so crazy that like that the same people that are like arguing that you are infringing on their rights to live their life the way they want to live are the same people throwing the stones at <laughs> at the people who are just trying to have the right to live their life the way they want to live, which, by the way, is something that they literally don't. In so many places, you can be fired for your sexual or gender identity, honestly, still in the United States. And even more, more like court rulings are being repealed and unpacked and changed. And it's just, yeah, you do have the right to go out right now and not wear a mask. You've got that right. You are legally allowed to do that. They are not like, but certain people are not allowed to legally hold a job in certain places just because of how they live. And that's wild. Wild. Yeah, I will say, like, to finish off my our discussion about that particular actress, because I don't want to spend too much time talking about them, uh, I would recommend l- taking your advice from scientists, uh, healthcare professionals, uh, doctors and nurses, as opposed to a dealer celebrity. Yeah. Like, no offense, but don't listen to the car- someone from the cast of Deadpool. <laughs> When it comes to <laughs> global pandemic crises. Yeah. Right. So we asked the community for some questions, some difficult questions, and also for some statements. So, so some of these will be questions. Some of these will be statements. Why don't we do it one at a time? I'll go first. Yeah. 
Okay, cool. So Anonymous asks, do you think that Lucasfilm should be doing more for the fandom because of the pandemic? More free distractions and organizing things. <sighs> well, I don't know. I, I don't think so. Partially because... Partially, I mean, I would say it would be nice. However, I understand that... They, I mean, if you've got to work during this pandemic and do things where you have to show up and be there and do it, it does put your employees at risk and creating content could could do that. Um, I, I would like, like, I would, I would enjoy a little bit more um, fun events, but I don't think that they should or have to. I think that they're actually doing a pretty good job right now um, of, you know, they do, like Star Wars releases a lot of content every week. Um, online and we've got television shows and, and other exciting things coming on, going on in the fandom right now that, you know, I'm, it would be nice, but also I understand that it may not entirely be feasible financially and, you know, having people come into work and anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, we had a video game out recently. We've got the High Republic. We've got the Mandalorian out. And that's just the things that are out. You have to remember that they're about to film a Boba Fett series. They're about to film Cassian. They're about to film The Mandalorian Season 3. I'm sure they're writing The Mandalorian Season 4. They are working on... Well, the animation department's working on The Bad Batch. I'm sure they've got other stuff up their sleeves. That's not even to mention the film side. So... Yeah, I think they're doing enough. They're, 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 they're doing quite enough. They're busy at work right now. Yeah. I hope that answered the, <laughs> the question. Yeah, I um, <laughs> Okay. Do you want to read out the next one? Anyway, yes. So our next question is from Tom the Fanboy. Uh, what was the first slash worst Star Wars thing your nerd cred was challenged over? Was there ever a point in the distant past, hopefully, where you found yourself calling someone out as a fake fan. Was there a piece of Star Wars merch that you were actually glad to be rid of? A piece that you regret rid, uh, getting rid of or losing? I like this question. Asking the hard-hitting questions. Yeah. I feel like maybe as a woman you might get this more. <laughs> but I, I've certainly got it. I still, I mean, I still get it a lot. Um I mean, we all got it, quite frankly, with that Star Wars Explained video. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%, yeah. We got it uh, yesterday. I checked. Uh, Claire did a reaction with Noah on the Castle Run Transmissions video YouTube page. And we got our pin- we got our comment pinned to sort of help promote the YouTube channel. And somebody wrote, <laughs> shit channel, shit tier channel. And so I, <laughs> this is okay. I know we said we shouldn't be cruel to people, but I searched his account, and they one of their like favorited videos was um a virtual train experience. What? And so I commented, "What did you really have to be cruel there? Or maybe you can go off and just watch a virtual train experience." And so they deleted their comments. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Don't do that." Oh. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I mean, we get stuff like fake fan all the time. It's just people on online who think they're smarter than you or have to be like, well, naturally, if you think here. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it, you know, there's always going to be a difference of opinion on what is high quality when it comes to Star Wars, but that's like kind of the beautiful thing is that it's enough, there's enough stuff out there that everybody has their own different flavor their own cup of tea like just because i'm a chai person and you loathe chai and like are green tea purist doesn't mean that we can't coexist because oh yeah we're both tea drinkers great let's share a cup of tea it can be your cup of tea it can be my cup of tea but you know it's whatever who cares um (laughs) now i getting my nerd cred challenged was um oh god that's a that was a pretty and not as much anymore i'm I'm thankful that that's not something I experienced quite as much as I used to, but like, especially like starting to join online Star Wars fandom, it was pretty much, you know, I, I, 
you, it was hard to, to share opinions just getting into this online world that people, you know, they're so quick to be jerks about everything. And, um, and, you know, especially women, I feel like a lot of the time we get that, like, oh, she just watches Star Wars. Look at her wearing her Star Wars t-shirt, her cute little Star Wars outfit, trying to get attention from the boys. Like, no, nah, I just like Star Wars. I bet yeah. you don't know who Savage oppresses. <laughs> I'd like to savagely oppress that comment into oblivion. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> I mean, did you ever get that? I mean, just people that think you're just a pretty face. Oh, no, yeah. about you. It happens to me all the time. Oh, no, I, I know it. I see it happen, and I got to uh, block, unsubscribe to those people that are harassing you for being a it's hottie. Really, it's really uncomfortable sometimes because they just really drop in my DMs and they just send me pictures, and I'm like, look. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see your Duros, okay? Yeah, I know what they are. <laughs> I know what they are. they got red eyes. <laughs> yeah, I get it, but I can't comment on that. Yeah, it it's is. Funny. It's but also, like, I know when I was younger, I think we can also vouch for this. Like, when I was younger, too, like, before I gained a little life perspective, um, I did. There were moments where I would just be, like, a jerk over stupid things, you know? Oh, yeah. But the difference is that we were younger. <laughs> These people are, like, 50. Yeah. Some people, yeah. But there's also always going to be the the younger people online. And that's also – I'm also not just saying that young people – on social media are bad. That's not, that's 100% not what I'm saying. There's a lot of, lot of people that have um, enough perspective and are able to look outside of their own bubble enough to be a good person online, no matter how old you are um, or how young you are. Um, But, you know, like I, when I was younger, I, I mean, I loved the prequels as a little one. And then, you know, I went through the trendy, prequel hate phase that every not everybody uh, definitely not everybody but that a lot of people went through um I went through that phase it wasn't like a super big thing and obviously I didn't participate in online fandom at that point in my life so I wasn't like oh you suck because you like Jar Jar but it was literally like there were things about it that were just super easy to you know make fun of and and I regret being like just let people and I've reached the point in my life where I'm just let people like things that's that's cool <laughs> Unless you're like Dash Rindo, you're a fake fan. Um, next question. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, pieces things we got rid of. Um, oh man, I lost I lost my Django Fett Lego figure once, and I never got over that. That's a sad time, to be honest with you. Yeah, so that if anyone wants to send me an original Django Fett Lego figure, <laughs> that'd be a great birthday present. Please, please. Okay, Jordan says. I recently joined your Discord. What's up, everyone is everyone is cool and all, but if I could, I would rate it four point two five stars out of five. Why not higher? You ask, because I was promised a gay mafia by a stranger on the internet, <laughs> and with a gay mafia should come a gay Italian restaurant with gay spaghetti and meatballs, and a gay waiter whose mum is receiving treatments paid by the gay godfather. Where is this reality? Instead, our, all we have are a bunch of normal people who don't want to appear in any mafia, <laughs> crime syndicate, or gang whatsoever. Make it happen. Jordan, this might honestly, this this comment might honestly be the single most useful piece of constructive criticism this podcast has ever received, because now I need to start like, at the very least, I need to open a gay Italian restaurant with gay spaghetti and meatballs and a gay waiter. Um, I mean, gay spaghetti sounds great. Gay spaghetti sounds so good, man. It's just rainbow spaghetti. Ooh, that's a thing, though. There's YouTube videos of people making rainbow pasta. Yeah, but we're going to make it happen. Don't tell, don't tell them that. We need to make this restaurant. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Branding. Yeah, we need to beat the shit out of them. <laughs> Steal it, as the gay mafia would. <laughs> Jordan, I'm really glad that you have joined our weird cult of non, um, of non mafia affiliated gang. You know, we are. I'm sorry that um, our lack of of criminal activity has let you down to this point, but you know what? Maybe maybe there's some stuff in the works for you soon. And I'm glad that you decided to uh, that you decided to join us. <laughs> Good lord! I mean, yeah. I, I definitely think we'll we'll end up 
at some point making some sort of gay restaurant happen. Is that a nice? Could that be a Patreon goal? That's right. That's what. That's the next Patreon thing. A million dollars. Put it right make across a gay Bellany. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Good lord. Um, you want to read that <laughs> next one? Yeah. So anonymous says, "I am an in the closet trans woman. I transitioned like a decade ago. I can't have biological kids of my own, which is kind of devastating to me." The episode itself did not bother me that much. It was the typical trope. However, what the fandom and some of the creators have said after the fact has bothered me greatly about the subject. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I understand if it bothers you. I mean, obviously, we already talked about that part of it. I understand very much if it did bother someone and if it struck a chord with them, even if they do struggle with that. But I also understand them you know, being able to distance yourself from it, you know, it's, it's interesting. Like, (laughs) that's the crazy thing is everybody, we all have our own different perspectives on, on that. Um, you know, and and our own life experiences will change to what extreme we see our own selves and our own experiences in the media we consume. And that's, that's fine. Like, but I 100% agree that 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 what's what's even more bothersome, at least to me personally as well. What was way more bothersome was the way that people acted online. One hundred percent. Yeah, so, definitely, and, cool. and not just fans, creators as well. I yes, feel like it was, a, it was an overall thing. Um, yeah, both. That's what I meant. Both sides, like creators and fans, like you need to just you know observe the landscape. Try not to be cruel. Um, I understand, or actually I don't understand like how that must feel like to be in that position. I'm really sorry. Um, yeah, it's, it, yeah, it sucks. Well, and don't understand hearts obviously go out to everybody struggling with that, including you anonymous. Yeah. I'm thinking about you. Um, I, I can only hope that we improve from this. And there's this weird sort of notion as well, like the idea that any criticism automatically means you hate something. Yeah. Like people were speaking about how women, uh, mainly mothers are treated in Star Wars, which I think is a really, really great criticism. Yeah. Um, And some of the people that I saw speaking out about it, making really great points, um, are massive fans of Revenge of the Sith. But they make really great points about Padme's use in that film. And yeah. lack of, like, she's there as literally a womb, a walking womb. Um, that's a great point. That's a great criticism. But that doesn't mean that they hate Revenge of the Sith because they love that film. Right. That's the difference. Like, I think that we jump to conclusions so quickly. And that's part of the issue. You just need to, you know, relax, observe. If it bothers you, ignore it. Do you know what I mean? And I, when I say if it bothers you, ignore it. I mean people who are upset by these like criticisms. If you if you're bothered, definitely speak out because you should be able to be able to speak out without having twenty guys go. It was not for you. <laughs> it's like yeah. you don't you don't <laughs> understand. And there is there is like a privilege in that aspect for certain people. Absolutely, who don't have fertility issues. Who aren't? Who are men? Who are cisgendered and you know we need to think about that be lucky that you don't understand and be nice exactly Uh, ryan says my wife and i have been trying to have kids for 2.5 years late last year we started to see fertility doctors and did like 10 tests each i am cleared that i am fertile but my wife is still unknown she was supposed to go for a second surgery to figure out any issues and bam COVID struck. Oh, my heart. We've had to postpone figuring out why we can't have kids yet for yet another year. My wife is extremely depressed about the subject and will often break down about it. To see people in the fandom act like this isn't a big... that uh, To see people in the fandom act like this isn't a big deal just shows you how much immaturity there is over the subject. Then to see the leaked Pablo tweets. Well, I hope Pablo is cancelled. 
Um, Ryan, I'm really sorry um, for you and your wife. I can't imagine what you're both going through. Honestly. Um, not just the... I guess that obviously if they know like the one of the biggest things is that it's the un, it's not knowing is clearly very stressful and like this is what we said at the beginning of the episode like it's having this go on throughout this year and especially in the year of covid as well like an extra like bit of depression stuff like the mandalorian should be an escape and for some people it is, and some some people it's a horrible reminder of stuff that's going on. Yeah. So I am truly sorry. Uh, the Pablo tweets I think we've mentioned before. <laughs> like, I'm really sorry that that hurt you. Genuinely. I think that, like we said, creators need to be more understanding before jumping into jokes. I think before, like we 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 are on board. I think we've made jokes before, and we've we people have reached out to us, and we've decided to you know take them back and apologize and learn and grow, and that's what's important. Yeah, I I don't know if cancelling will be the best way forward. Of course, I understand that I am privileged in that respect. I think that we can all learn from this moment and move forward. But I also appreciate they are in a lot of pain and frustration and joking about that sort of thing doesn't help. I, um, yeah, I, I wish you, we're giving you all the love and hope your way. Yeah. And hopefully we know there's potentially a vaccine coming soon. So you never know. Hopefully things become a bit more, simple and you will find some answers so yeah best of love to you both is there anything you want to add Clara I mean I think what I would just add is that you know I I I cannot possibly understand completely what you're going through what you and your wife are going through and that's and it's such a long I don't know where you're located, Ryan, but especially in the United States, it's such a expensive process as well. Mm-hmm. Like even forgetting the emotional tax that it has. But yeah, I, I think that I completely see why that was not okay. And I wasn't comfortable with any of it was going on with what Pablo was saying. However, yeah, I just... I just wish that everybody can tread a little more lightly on the subject and, and show more empathy and, and, and yet again, saying for the, on the podcast, Ryan, you are, you are in our thoughts and we're sending so much love your way. And I just, and I just hope that, because, you know, I, I can't imagine watching the person you love most in this world struggle without having that answer and hurting over it. So I'm, I, you know, obviously we joke around a lot, but you know, some things are not, not to be joked about. <laughs> There's a line. And um, I totally, totally, my heart is with you guys. hundred percent. And, you know, I think it's about, understanding certain contexts i know that there was a joke about like welfare checks and stuff like that and people saying he was racist and i get that i think that in his contextually it was um like a satirical joke more than anything but i can understand why people were upset about that and everything else um again we're not here to defend anyone we're just here to sort of provide contextual answers and stuff I don't think they actively wanted to go out and hurt anyone but obviously impact is more than intention yeah that's that's huge for me like even if which I don't know I don't think he had any uh, I don't know what the intentions were 
to be honest with you. I don't know what the intention was when you took the time to, to type all that out, but it, and yeah, I guess we need to be able to, to some extent, think about intention and, but intention a lot of the time is not as important as the execution. And I, and I'll always feel that way just because you may have the best intentions in the world and just hurt somebody. But then when you do hurt somebody, you own it, you apologize, you try and actively be better. Um, I will say that Pablo did apologize. That's good. Um, I don't know if anyone else knows that. Um, he did apologize on Twitter, um, which I think is a, a good step forward. And I think that we need to, you know, instead of immediately jumping to immediately cancel someone, it's still good to sort of, you know, try and work out the contextual information, understand like things, why people said certain things. Like it's easy to jump to, okay, well he's a racist because it's like, he's definitely, I don't think he's a race, like a specific race. I think like he used language that wasn't the best (laughs) or at least a a joke that was satirical in nature, but can be taken in different ways. Um, Yeah. It's difficult. And I, I, but I can appreciate why you would want someone to, you know, have repercussions from that because you're going through something and anything we, we're not like saying, well, you should change your mind. We're just here to give our own thoughts and opinions. Yeah, definitely. Oh, am I the next one to read a question? By the you way? are. Oh, wow. <clears throat> I couldn't remember. Um, Anna says, Claire, Charlie, and Nikki, you three are amazing. Oh, Anna. Uh, you are so sweet, and this Discord that you built is a beautiful sanctuary away from the asshole Star Wars fans' heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Anna. Except for us three asshole fans. You couldn't get away from us by joining the Discord. <laughs> oh, yeah, well. <laughs> unfortunately not. Um, yeah, the Discord is our little baby. It's something that... Me and Nikki met through Facebook groups and forums and that community like feeling, and we always wanted to come back to it somehow. So the Discord is a great way of doing that, and it's nice to interact with our fans as opposed to just putting in like just putting out a podcast and leaving it as it is. It's nice to just be like, and here I am still <laughs> every day, twenty four seven. So yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, go join our Discord. The link's on our website um, because it's fun. Um, there's a whole channel dedicated to um, pets. If you're into loth cats and loth wolves, it's a whole channel dedicated to hotness, to moisture, and uh, just discussions about literally everything you could possibly enjoy about Star Wars and, and, and anything else. And, and good. There's a lot of good people in there who are a lot of fun and make every day a little bit brighter. Haley Solo asks, how can each of us hold ourselves to be more accountable in the Star Wars fandom? That's a good question, Haley. I think that we need to be open. We need to view context. That's That's my major thing about this thing is that I don't think we view context. I feel like sometimes Star Wars is such an echo chamber of certain groups and certain information that it gets hard to, you know, it's it, it gets hard to be open. And I can appreciate why there's different contexts, especially for women who feel threatened by certain men in the fandom for so many valid reasons, um, quite frankly. I think we need to look at the context of information, um, especially satire, uh, we need to be open of people's opinions. We need to be open of people's views. We need to understand that opinions are people's opinions and it doesn't reflect on anyone else. It shouldn't affect any enjoyment or something. If someone has a negative reaction to a film, it shouldn't really affect you the same way that if an idiot, I said an idiot, whoops, my bad. Uh, a negative fan who may uh, attack people for liking a certain film. Um, Which is idiotic, but continue. It is idiotic. Um, like if someone says, oh, you, you shouldn't watch Tross or The Last Jedi because they don't like it and it's bad, but you enjoy it. 
that's your answer. <laughs> you yeah. enjoy it. So like, you don't have to watch it. it. You're not, you don't have to share my eyeballs. <laughs> like, exactly. And I feel like uh, your questions have to be more accountable. Um, you listen to people, you listen to different voices. Um, I know for sure that we have been trying to be more open, follow more, uh, people from different backgrounds, people, uh, people of color, people from different religions, people, you know, every, you have to listen to different voices because you will learn and learning shouldn't be a process you just do at school. It's a, it's a long life process where you learn information, you learn new things about people and you understand why this is important. If you're ignorant, you're going to end up, you know, not listening and being angry and aggressive to people. Yeah. It's about holding yourself to account. If you mess up, you apologize. Simple. You listen, you process it, and you try not to do it again. That's the biggest, I think that's like even more apology, super important step. Arguably more important than an actual apology is actively trying to be better, which is also the hard thing about that is it's often really difficult to see that. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not something that is, is just black or white. And, and if somebody's sitting here going like, look how much I'm actively trying to be better. Look at me. I'm doing great. Then that's not you actually trying to be better. That's you trying to be like shining a light on how good you are. And that's not the same thing. Um, it's so hard. Like that's all, but honestly though, Haley, like the only thing we can do is hold ourselves accountable. And that's, that's the biggest thing is that it's so hard when you're in this echo chamber of negativity and other people where other people are not holding themselves accountable. Finding that space with good people who will do that is so important. So important. But yeah, if someone's telling you that your friend is a bad person, you listen to them. You don't just immediately ignore that. You act, you, you know, understand all these issues. But also you have to remember that people are human. Yeah. That I think sometimes social media forgets because it's so easy to like block people and it's so easy to like gang up and have these like uh, faces that we don't see just images of like cartoon characters and stuff and we we just apply text to them we need to remember that people are human you have to be kind you have to remember that people are going through different stuff um don't be a dick that's, honestly that's the big <laughs> that's our that's that's my own personal motto just don't be a dick <laughs> it should so be not. <laughs> apparently it's not <laughs> you know and Just you can discuss respectfully. Literally, y'all can have different opinions and have a conversation about it, and you can do it respectfully. It is possible. It is 100%. not very probable when you hop on Twitter and share an opinion late nowadays, but it is possible. And just be nice. My God. Uh, I think another way to hold yourself accountable is if it comes up with name one good thing about The Last Jedi or one good thing about Tross. Don't tweet it. <laughs> Don't get involved in those tweets. One, because they're awful. And two, because, you know, it just creates... like Those types of tweets create conflict. That's yeah. all they're designed for. So if you're getting involved, you're helping spreading that conflict. And there's, there's nothing good comes out of it. Yeah, it doesn't. Okay, cool. Your turn. My turn. Anon asks... Are you okay with someone who voted for Trump listening to your podcast? Is this Mike Pence? <laughs> no, because he's not allowed to listen to a podcast with a woman on it. That's not his wife. Oh, good point. <laughs> Can't be left alone with his head with his headphones in. <laughs> Waking up. Oh God. Hmm. What do you um, think, Claire? <laughs> so. Um, this might, I don't know if this is the answer that you are looking or hoping for, but my answer is, am I okay with it? Yes, because I think that it is really important when 
people of different viewpoints listen to the opposing viewpoint because it's no secret that we are just on a very, very far other end of that spectrum. If somebody can laugh and gain some new perspective that may change how they view the world, I'm down with that. Um, But also it is complicated because we're not just talking about someone who's got different fiscal views or anything. We're talking about some hateful, hateful things that don't make sense to me. Um, but that's kind of like on the same subject of, of the online shit show. I, I want people to actively try and be better. And I don't mean... I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think that I don't, I don't imagine us having too many Trump fans listening to our podcast because they would listen to like half the things we say and then just like shut us off immediately. Hmm. It's not something I expect is the case. Although I'm probably saying something and I'm about to be proven wrong by a couple people listening, but I, I think that it's important to listen to opinions that are different than yours and make your own decisions about it unless that decision involves being hateful. <laughs> Literally, that's it. So I guess it's a complicated thing because I'm not okay with with someone voting for Trump, but I am okay with someone trying to listen to the other side and do it through a comfortable venue like Star Wars. It makes sense to me. Um, I just, yeah, you want to think that people can gain perspective and, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It is complicated though. Cause it does also s- sit in my stomach in a, in a weird spot. So I don't know. What do you think, Charlie? Yeah. I'm in the same sort of position where it's like, I would hope you would learn something from the show. And that you would appreciate that a lot of our listeners voting for Trump is kind of like shitting in their faces. Um, Very much so. <laughs> not, like ignoring Very much so. Not cool with that. Yeah, we're not cool with that at all. I feel like you... I certainly hope that you would learn from us. I still think that politics is a very, you know... You could argue that some Democratic people that have been in charge... I've also done terrible things, and we're not actively supporting that. Oh, no doubt, no like, doubt. I'm just just to clarify, the Iraq War was bad. Yes. Just to say, <laughs> um, and you know, it's complicated. I don't. F- yeah, I would again. I would just hope it does. Does it? Are you okay with someone who voted for Trump listening to your podcast? I guess so. If you enjoy what we're saying, but also, yeah, please, you know, I think that what we do the most of all is just we we tell people we always learn, always educate yourself, always update yourself and stuff. Uh, I'm a journalist. I would hope that you don't want me to be hung. <laughs> It'd be nice. Um, I would, you yeah. know, L- as bar, the Proud Boys but... said literally today. <laughs> um Please don't hang journalists. Uh, the mainstream media isn't out to get you, um, believe it or not. There's no point trying to target a big sway of the audience. That would be stupid. Um, yeah, you know, it's all about being kind and being good. Like, like decisions have actions and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a. It, it, this is totally the theme of today's episode. It's just. Don't be a dick. And when people disagree with you, do it respectfully. But it, it's like having a difference of, well, I think this should be the tax policy is different from the, I think that this group of people should have rights. I think that's very different, obviously. Mm-hmm. We, we, don't, we, don't, we don't fuck with that. Um, but, you know. Well, I, think, I think we know people who are Trump supporters. We do. Um, and I think that... 
I don't know. I don't know. It's complicated because there's people that need to get a fucking wake up call in the most intense smack you over the head way possible. I mean, it doesn't really matter anyway because he lost. So yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. I mean, I feel like sure you can listen to the show. I have no issue, but you have to also appreciate that we are a political show. Yeah. Like I, I know a lot of people say we don't want to bring politics into it. No, fuck that. <laughs> like I'm, I think we're, we're more than down to share, you know, facts, figures, information, and support processes that help people out in the best ways possible. And even if that is against going against a democratic candidate or some sort of democratic policy that affects people in a negative way, we shall do the same. It's not about blue or red. It's about being kind, being good. You know. Exactly. Be, be good, please. Yeah, be good. Treat people with respect. <laughs> let people live. Let people love who they want. Mm-hmm. Watch Viva Vendetta. You might learn something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, final question. As a uh, Darshan asks, as a community, how do we combat, engage, or ignore fans that, due to ignorance or exposure, only to those that use negatives? racist, sexist critiques of Star Wars and bad faith for monetary or clout reasons? Should we actively engage in discourse with them to question their beliefs on how Star Wars now sucks and expressing what they do like about Star Wars to find common ground? Or do we ignore those types of complaints and hope that if they see an open, welcome community looking to enjoy it, hope they want to join? Again, I know that engaging in bad faith will not change but what about those who may not know better who might be redeemed? I mean, we've seen this. I've seen this with people who were very much supporting different people and have come to me and said, look, I've realized that I was wrong and these people suck. (laughs) Yeah. But I think that fundamentally, like you said, there are specific people that, uh, gain monetary from hate, gain money from hate, and having YouTube channels and blogs and all this nonsense. Block them. Yeah. Now you'll be convinced. Oh, maybe I shouldn't block. I should just mute. Block them yeah. because then they can't engage. I definitely recommend reading uh, the book called Crash Override by Zoe Quinn. It was so helpful to me. And it does a really great job of explaining how you can't reason with these people. It's like trying to reason with a chainsaw mm-hmm. coming towards your face. There's nothing you can do. They're going to just keep going, going, going. If you block them, you cut off the chain. If a lot of people cut, uh, block off these people, a whole chain is broken. They can't. They don't get anything from that. Mm-hmm. And when they have this the echo chamber, they don't get anything out of it. Yeah, and, and that's the- why it's important to not share leaked uh, private accounts as well, because these people do it, take advantage of that for hateful reasons. Yeah, you know, yeah. There's a there's a one of the most important distinctions as to do we engage or or do we ignore is the is the is the intent of the people interacting there are you you see people not always but not honestly not even it seems that often at least on my feeds who are genuinely asking the questions because they want to understand and then there are the people that profit off of hate if you profit off of hate in any way if you if you like the people that do it for monetary and clout reasons. Okay. Even if they personally feel that they have a view that is contradicting the stuff they're sharing, that's even worse. Block it, get it done. Do not sacrifice your own integrity for money and don't harm people for your own pedestal, for your own recognition. Those people they have to come to that on their own 
on we like if people you can't it's like what Charlie said you can't argue with a chainsaw you can't argue with a brick wall because that's going to cause more harm in your life um but 100% there are things that happen that should be called out 100% um but like <laughs> I, I used to be the kind of person who try would try to see the best in people a lot of the time. Um, and I think I still do, just not as much as, as I used to. And the block button discovering and exercising my right to block has been a very good thing for my own mental health. Yeah. <laughs> um, and for my own group that I've found through sifting through and eliminating the bad eggs, you will find a group of people that you genuinely connect with and, you know, care about. And it's easier, much easier to enjoy your time there with friends if there's not this hateful echoing chamber that you can't, you can't stop the noise. But easiest way to stop the noise is to block the noise. I also However, recommend using the blockchain uh, addition to Chrome. If you yeah. use Google Chrome, uh, it's a lifesaver. Uh, a lot of people reach out to Claire and Nikki and to people like, Charlie has me blocked. It's because you are probably following a less than reputable person. Yeah. I definitely recommend going through your following. Because uh, I appreciate that. Sometimes you follow people long ago and you forget that you followed them. You might have muted them. Check who you're following. Yeah. <laughs> Look through everything you're doing and you might be surprised. And I do apologize if you're a decent person who has been blocked by me, but I have to be like safety over, you know, random people that I don't know. Yeah. So, so obviously th- these particular, particular hateful echoing chamber monetary clout, um, people just spreading hate for their own platform have personally come for Charlie and I. And I don't personally have a blockchain on. Obviously, we're not going to name names because that's ridiculous. We're not going to put a target on our backs again. Um, but that's a lifesaver. <laughs> when you, yeah. It's so easy yeah. when you're getting harassed by that kind of group. It is so easy for someone else to get at you through a mutual it's oh, really easy, and it's very frustrating when you see people that you are friends with, or like people who in the community who are like known to a certain extent, continue to mock and actively belittle these groups like a hee hee hee. Look what they said; it's stupid. All you're doing is you're showing people who they are. You're giving them what they want. Just block them. It's so easy just to block them. You don't lose anything out of it. You just miss a lot of hate. And I will, I, if you don't mind, I'm going to finish off with um, a quote, if that's okay. Yeah, do it. Um, All you want is for me to hate, but I won't, not even you. And that's from the Rise of Skywalker, people. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's a really great quote. Um, it is. You know, one of the toughest people I ever knew was my grandfather. Um, he was only like 40-something when he passed away. And a few years ago, I spoke to my nan, and I was like, oh, yeah, I hate this person. Like, it might be the politician. And my nan goes, look, you don't hate them. I was like, what do you mean? Like, of course I do. And she was like, no, no. Your granddad used to say, I don't hate anyone. I was like, that's ridiculous. Like, he's a tough guy, you know, like proper man's man, you know, proper Londoner. She's like, yeah, but... He, ne- he he truly meant that he'd never hated anyone. Like, he got upset and didn't like people, but there's no point hating people. Like, you're just going to waste your energy and heart and time into someone who doesn't really deserve it. Yes, yeah, And I think people, that's the key point, yeah. <laughs> some people deserve to... Some people deserve to not get the time of day. For your own peace of mind, honestly. Absolutely. And not let it not let your frustration and dislike of something or someone ruin your life.
hundred percent. Um, but yeah, I think that's all we got time for this week. Think so. Uh, yeah, we do apologize if you were looking for something more upbeat. We just felt that we had to get this out in the open because, you know, why not? And especially because I'll I'll end it with this: in the coming weeks, there is going to be content coming out that is going to hurt a lot of people we care about involving a certain actress involving another actress cast in an iconic role coming to the Mandalorian who has um, all of these allegations of abuse towards, towards the trans community. Um, It's going to be a really tough couple of weeks for a lot of people that listen to this show and a lot of people we love and a lot of people we care about. And I just want to, I also, last thing I want to say is that reminder, we love you. We know you're valid. We know that you, I'm not a religious person, but one thing that has always rung true with me from certain people in my life is if you're a religious person, God doesn't make mistakes and he didn't start with you. And don't forget that. And don't let anybody, don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Because I certainly will not. And I know it's going to be a rough couple of weeks. And next week we'll get back on our fun shit. I promise. It's just been heavy and I know it's going to keep getting hard. So it's just kind of, it was kind of important that we talked about some of this stuff this week. And, uh, we love you guys. 100%. We have so much love for our fans and there's no such thing as, you know, anyone denying people's identities are just ludicrous and stupid and we don't accept that. And if you do feel like you're uncomfortable on Twitter and, you know, we're not just plugging it for no reason, like, Discord is a safe place for you. Yeah. We have Genuinely. a like we have a complete uh, section for uh, LGBTQ plus folks, so you know no cis heads <laughs> involved. <laughs> um, I'm sure it's more fun than the rest of the Discord. Um, <laughs> but um, honestly, though, yeah, honestly, like, definitely. If you want to feel like if you feel uncomfortable, want to feel like you want to fit in, definitely go there. Even not if you're not, and you want to learn more about people and understand, educate yourself, go there as well. But yeah, that's all we've got time for this week. Thank you so much for listening. We'll all be back next week talking about oh, he adults clip. Uh, bye, everyone. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Hey out there in listener land, thank you for listening. If you want to hear or see more from the Senators, please go to the website imperialsenatepodcast.com, where you will find links to the Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for the show, as well as our Discord server, Twitch, and YouTube channels. You can also email in to imperialsenatepodcast at gmail.com, and please consider leaving a review on your podcatcher of choice. Thank you again, and may the Force be with you. Dissolve the council permanently. The last remnants 